Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Create Your Life series, where we help you maximize your potential and results in the area of personal development, entrepreneurship, and travel. And I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown. Create your life. Create ta propre vie. Create your life. Create your life. Create la tua vita. Create your life. Don't skip your life. You better create your life. <laughs> create your life. Create la vie. Create your life. Create your life. Create Your Life family, thanks for tuning in to this episode. Before we get started, I wanted to share some exciting information from our sponsor. We only pick people and companies that we think are awesome to bring onto the show, so please support them. As a podcaster, I've spent hours and hours editing, doing show graphics, and much more, and I finally got fed up with losing all of my free time to post-production activities. So I decided to do something about it. And if you are a fellow busy podcaster who would like to just record and have someone else do the dirty work of graphic creation, tagging and uploading your show to your server and in-depth SEO generating show notes, go to podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. That's podcastlaundry.com or 347-871-8273. Beautiful people, this is the Create Your Life series. I'm your host, Kevin Y. Brown, and today we have an amazing guest, and this guest is going to give us some tips on how we can get our finances together, which really, really matters because as we get older and as we're transcending and thinking about legacy, this is an important step for us to take. So this gentleman is definitely going to hit us with some great advice, some great analogies as well. I know this episode is going to be packed full of treats. Let's continue on. This gentleman is a creative, intelligent, and inspirational new generation speaker and educator. His high energy and ability to connect with the crowd through real world experiences has left a positive impact on thousands of individuals. With a huge local presence in the Bay Area, he has made it his goal to pass along financial knowledge to any individual, business, or organization willing to listen. With the need for financial independence and inspiration rapidly increasing, he has turned from a local name into a national name brand. I'm talking about none other than Mr. Roland Martin. Roland, please say hello to the Create Your Life family. Hello, hello. Good day, best, blessed and beautiful people. Thanks for having me, Kevin. I do appreciate it. I do. Nah, most definitely, Ro. It's like full circle, man. We actually grew up together. It's funny to be able to connect like this, man, and you're doing your own thing in your field. Congratulations to you, man. Tell us about your entrepreneur journey and getting to where you are now. It's been a long journey. I think it's one that we both share. So we both know it started very young for us, middle school, high school, up until now. I was that kid in high school that would sell burn CDs, right? Right. That's when those things are I did that. (laughs) I would create your mix CD. I would sell it to you, $5, $7, depending So we always had that entrepreneurial spirit or mind. We always wanted to try to do more. From there, I got into investing very young. Had an uncle. I used to cut grass and get paid. We would take our profits and we would go buy the shoes, the Nikes, the Air Maxes, Mm -hmm, the Jordans. mm -hmm. And one Saturday, he stopped me and said, instead of buying the shoe, have you ever thought about buying the company? I didn't quite know what that meant. So it didn't make a lot of sense. But how he explained it to me was, Every time you and your friends purchase the shoes, 
you get paid. Sounded really good to me. So from there, we went off and started investing into Nike stock and it just kind of expanded. I went off into college. I was a day trader throughout the day. I went okay. to NC State University. I day traded stock market opened real early, 630. I'm day trading nine to four. I'm on the computer doing different things. Scheduled all my classes after 5 p.m. Then 08 hit and the crash came and I kind of learned a lot with that lesson. Mm-hmm. So from there, got my degree in accounting, went on to work for a couple of different jobs. I worked for the IRS. I worked for PricewaterhouseCoopers, but it just wasn't enough. I think when you work those jobs, you get off at a certain time and then your day is over. And I had so much more energy, so much more to give, and I wanted to find a way to continue it. So I thought about taking the knowledge that I've gained over the years and kind of using that to educate people. So from there, I became a financial advisor. I became a business consultant. I became a public speaker, just giving back to whoever was willing to listen at the time. And from there, it has really expanded and grown. So I started off again, way back selling burn CDs and things of that <laughs> nature and have moved all the way up to actually educating and empowering people with financial knowledge that they may not have been aware of. Now you have a day job and then you also run your own company on the side. Talk to us about the alignment between the two and how basically your whole life is revolving around finance, man. Yeah. So I'm a financial advisor during the day. That is my main job. I love to help people save for retirement, invest in the stock market, do all of that different stuff. That is the main focus for me. That is where my passion lies. Outside of that, there are so many other areas that I think are missing Mm -hmm. and I wanted to fill those gaps. So I help individuals invest in the stock market, but a lot of people don't even know what it is. They need the simple breakdown before they get to the stock Mm -hmm. or investing in the stock market. They need help with debt and credit, budgeting, things of that nature. So Mm -hmm. from there, I kind of expanded into personal and business consulting, helping you understand just some of those basics. Another topic that's real near and dear to my heart is helping individuals start businesses. From there, I opened up my consulting business, kind of educating individuals on how to start because a lot of us have great ideas. We want to. We don't even know where to begin. So we have branched out into helping individuals start businesses. And then that kind of led into speaking engagements, everything from youth all the way up to seniors in retirement, youth and how to start budgeting and how to think about money and how to make the right steps starting off. All of that has kind of just grown from that main job of being a financial advisor. Once I looked around and saw what need was kind of missing and I wanted to fill that gap. So, yeah, I'm a financial advisor during the day. I do business consulting and other all types of consulting during the night. I'm busy all the time, but I love it. What do you feel like we should be doing with our money right now? Let's say I got $1,000, $2,000. What's the smartest thing for me to do with my money in order to grow it and keep compounding? The main thing that I think a lot of individuals don't think about first, and we hate the term budgeting. That's the main focus because I am a big budgeting nerd, I will say. I will map out where every dollar is going because what tends to happen is we want to save money so bad or we want to invest, but we haven't gotten the full picture together as to what our finances look like. So when things go wrong, even if we have invested, we turn around and we have to take that money. And it's not anything that gives us long term growth. The way to first step to beginning to grow is to understand where your money is going. From there, you can cut down. You can make goals to save and invest once you are OK on that budget area and you do have some discretionary income, then it's learning how to make your money work for you. 
that is learning the basics of the stock market, investing in yourself, mm-hmm. investing in a business, just anything that definitely can help you grow, that can build wealth. So what tools could we use right now in order to get on point with our budgeting? And then secondly, what should we be investing in in order to learn the stock market? There's several different finance apps. I use Mint.com as a simple budgeting tool, but you have to create goals for yourself. A lot Mm -hmm. of times when we think of budgeting, we take this very complex route to try to figure all this stuff out. Mm -hmm. Make it as simple as possible. Wrap all your fixed expenses together. Wrap all your personal expenses together, such as shopping and things of that nature, wanting to go out to eat and wanting to go on trips. That's all personal. And then wrap all your saving expenses together. Budget them in three categories. Make it really simple to look at. Mm-hmm. And then you can know how what you're doing, how much you can save. And you can just kind of go from there. But what we try to do first is we try to save without knowing how much we're spending. And it never really works. So I would always say it's good to have a financial advisor. Most people think that they need a lot of money to talk to somebody about finances. And I would say it's the completely opposite mentality. You should be talking to somebody if you don't have any money. That is the time where you kind of build those building blocks and learn what is needed. That way, when the time comes for you to start budgeting or to actually save when things actually improve in your life, you already know what direction you're going in. We usually wait until we have a lot of money and by then we don't know the steps and we end up not making the best decisions. So talk to a financial advisor, use different services or different websites like mint.com. There are several different budgeting tools that are out there today mm-hmm. that can just educate you and assist you. There. So for our business, like for me, like I use QuickBooks online. What do you recommend, if anything? Let's say you have two different types of accounts. So I have my personal account, which is separate. Then I have my business account. For Mint, I will use for my personal. And then I use QuickBooks so I can invoice and stuff like that. Are there any softwares that you recommend? Or are those okay? Or Those are okay. Those are actually industry standard, as I would say. Another good, if you want to see things, I know a lot of times doing things electronically is great. I tell a lot of my clients to go back to the basic pencil and paper. Go back and actually write it down on paper, because when you write it down, when you use your own energy, it just kind of reflects better. It gives you a better understanding as to what you're doing, why you're doing it. So A lot of my clients starting out, I have a budgeting worksheet and you can usually just Google budgeting worksheet. Mm -hmm. It'll pop something up. I want them to write it down. I want them to Mm -hmm. look and know and see exactly where all of their dollars are going. Because a lot of times, once you really write it down for yourself, you will realize areas of wastefulness, Mm -hmm. you know, areas that you may be able to save on Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. just don't make sense. So first step, I would say, is just write all your expenses out. Write them out on a piece of paper. Write your income out. Look at it there and then transition from that to a service like Mint.com or QuickBooks, depending on if it's personal or business. I know that you were mentioned by someone on like Sirius XM a couple of weeks ago. I want to say it was Sway show. What are some of the results? I mean, and this guy was bigging you up. He was like, yo, shout out to RJ Martin out in the Bay Area who helped me get and understand my money. What are some of the results that you've gotten for your clients? I think it's the peace of mind that you don't really think about because finance is a number one factor in your life. It's going to hit bigger than religion. It's going to hit bigger than relationships. Finances will always be the core factor in your life. So for me, the result that I give to clients is helping them understand where they are today, 
where they're trying to go. And we build out that route to get there most efficiently. I call it as something like a GPS. You know where you are and you know where you're trying to go. Mm-hmm. You can get there several different ways, but we want to get there in the most efficient way possible. I think that's the biggest result. Everybody thinks it's about having a lot of money. Oh, everybody doesn't want a lot of money. Everybody wants to live comfortably. And that is different for different individuals. So the biggest result is that peace of mind, knowing that they are on the route to help them fulfill their goals and live comfortably. And so I know that you can't always disclose some of the results that you've gotten, but what are some of the ballparks of the amounts of money that you've helped your clients make or save? We need some tangible numbers. I'm a big stock market person. We invest in the stock market greatly. It depends on what a client's goal is, whether they're aggressive, whether they're stable, because everybody has different feelings. Just to give you some idea, last year, 2017 was a really great year in the stock market. If you were on that aggressive end, you would have picked up 20 to 30 percent on your investments. If you were on the more stable end, you'd have picked up maybe eight to 12. This year, the market has been a little bit more slower. So for clients who had a million dollars last year and they were aggressive, they could have made two hundred thousand dollars in a year, picked up, you know, three hundred thousand dollars. How much would they have needed to drop in order to get this kind of return? So that's clients who have big sums of money. You know, get a myth out there that you need big sums of money to enter into the stock market. Where uh, in the profession I'm in, you don't. In order to save, you can put away small sums, $50, $100 a month, invest into stock and build slowly over time. Now, that won't have the same impact as dropping in a lump sum, but we all have to start somewhere. So I do work with clients who actually have nothing no money. They're not invested in. They can give $50 a month. They can give $100 a month. They can start very small and and build over time. Because one of the things that we all think or a myth that's really out there is if you don't have a lot of money, it won't work. But it's really about the time in the market, how long you're in, how much you can put away consistently without taking from it. So Don't think that you have to have big sums of money to play this game. You really don't. You just have to put away consistently whatever you can do. So again, whether they were aggressive at that point, they would have picked up the same 20 to 30 percent. If they were more stable, Mm -hmm. it would have been lower. This year, the market hasn't been as great as it was last year, but it's still doing well. You're talking picking up anywhere from 10 to 15 percent this year on aggressive. And that's just really good, letting your money just kind of sit and not do anything. It depends on each client because I don't really force investments on client. I like to work with how they feel. Not everybody's is aggressive. Not everybody's stable. Some fall in between. There are investments that work for everybody, all depending on how you feel. Wow. Create Your Life family. I hope that you are really enjoying this episode. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsors and let you know that our sponsors are giving special offers just for you. If you are a fellow busy podcaster who just wants to record and spend the rest of your time doing what you love, like working out at the gym with family and friends or traveling, use code CYLS for a discount on services when you go to podcastlaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. That's podcastlaundry.com or 347-871-8273. And without further ado, let's get back to the show. I hear a lot about Roth IRAs and them being smart to invest in. Can you tell us a bit about that? Roth IRAs, to give it a comparison, you know about traditional IRAs and Roth IRAs. Those are the two main forms of individual retirement accounts. A traditional IRA works in this manner. If you have, let's say you make $50,000 throughout the year and you contribute $5,000 to your 
traditional IRA, then you can deduct that $5,000 from your income and it looks like you made $45,000 throughout the year. Mm -hmm. So it'll actually lower your income this year. The benefit of the traditional IRA is that you get the reduced income in the present year. Let's say that $5,000 you put in turned to $8,000 and now you're retired and you want to withdraw. Well, now, since you didn't pay taxes on any of that money, when you withdraw any portion of that eight thousand, you have to pay taxes as if you worked a job. Mm. So if you take eight thousand out, eight thousand is added to your income in that year. The benefit of the Roth IRA, a little different. Let's say you take the fifty thousand and you contribute five, you're still taxed in the present year on the full fifty thousand. The benefit being, let's say it did turn to eight, the five thousand turned to eight. Now, when you go to withdraw the funds. You've already paid taxes, so any interest that's earned is tax-free at that point. Oh, that's the hustle. That is. So that's the reason why everybody says that the Roth IRA definitely is more advantageous because any interest earned over time, which can be considerable if you give it some time, any interest earned is tax-free at that point. Little difference between the two. One depends on you know if you need tax breaks today, a traditional IRA makes sense. If you don't need tax breaks now and you're willing to let it go for a while, then a Roth IRA definitely makes a lot of sense because that no tax on the interest is huge. So what about with stocks? When you make money off of stocks, how do you avoid having to pay taxes on that? Or is there a way? I'm curious. I really have to look at the full picture. If it's in your retirement account, you're fine. If you're just investing an individual in a regular investment account, the way taxes work there, or let's say, again, we'll take that same $5,000. It turned to 8000 So you made 3000 So when now you withdraw those funds, you're taxed usually 15% on the interest. So $3,000 taxed at 15%. You're talking about paying $45, $450 that year, which is still very reasonable because the majority of individuals fall into a higher tax bracket than 15%. You'll have to look at the big picture to see, but there are tax-free investments as mm -hmm. well. There are ways to save and get around that. I know one of the big things we always try to do is find ways to lower our tax liability. So we'll be looking at anything else. If you have a business, there's really great ways to kind of save on having to pay taxes. But like I do tell a lot of my clients, it is okay to pay taxes if it all makes sense, if it all fits into the picture. So Depending on your specific situation can depend on what kind of tax breaks we can get there. But if you're making a lot of money, there is going to be a good chance that you're going to have to pay something if you don't just have like a lot of business expenses or if you don't do a lot of things on the outside. So for somebody like you who you have a business, mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. we can definitely find more ways to save on taxes. But if you're working a regular W-2 job, we're much more limited in what we can do. There are definitely things we can do, but it does limit us, right? You have to, yeah, it really does. What do you wish you knew before becoming an entrepreneur? That's a great one. <laughs> before becoming an entrepreneur, I wish I knew that you could really do it. I think there's in our mind frame, we don't really know that you can do this or that you can play this game or that there's a piece of the pie out there for you and you try to just build your own pie mm. and you do a lot of things that take up a lot of your time. So gotcha. I think the one thing that I wish I would have known is there's a lane for me out there. There's a piece of the pie that is waiting for me. All you have to do, don't rebuild everything. What has been the biggest personal challenge that you've needed to overcome in order to be who you are today? Sometimes you have to ask for help. 
little hard to do, especially for me. It's hard to do to ask for help to get somebody to assist you in certain things. Mm -hmm. So I really have to learn that teamwork makes the dream work. Everybody plays a role. Delegation is completely okay. Having other people help you in certain areas because I don't know it all. So that for sure was the hardest thing I had to overcome. You can't do it by yourself. What does your peer group look like? Who's around you? My peer group would be business owners. I have a lot of business owners here in the Bay Area, actually just around the country, who have been doing this a long time. I would call them mentors. I go to them for a lot of advice over time. They can tell me the struggles that they went through. I use that to hopefully make minds a little less difficult. I'm big with the business owners and getting around them. How did you deal with negative feedback as you were rising and what you're doing now? What did you think of it when you first saw it? Was it public, private, and were you prepared for it? I was prepared for it. There will be negative feedback. If people aren't talking about you, I guess they say you're not doing something right. Right. That's what everybody tells you if they're not. So that's just something you have to understand. Everybody's not going to like you. And I'm a big fan of having people be on your side. Everybody's not going to like what you do for one reason or another. It's a part of the business. But at the end of the day, if you're doing something to help people, you can't really let that affect you. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, what would you be doing? Is there any career or hobby that you've always wanted to pursue? There isn't. I say this is very funny because once I got into the field of money and finance, it changed my entire perspective. If I wasn't doing this, I would probably be traveling the country as a nomad, as a traveler. I'm not too worried about money or finances at all. I would have experienced life, the world. I wouldn't have went to college. I would have just traveled the world. So my next question to you is, can you swim? I can't. If you look at my business on my list of goals, it is on there. So within the next two years, I will learn how to swim. Man, I man. do have hydrophobia. It terrifies me. I actually have a doctor's note on it. It, oh, it is scary, but it is a fear I will get over. It's all good, man, because we got a life jacket for you because we're about to jump <laughs> into the dolphin tank. All good. I'm ready. All right. This is rapid fire questions. You sure you're ready? Sure. I'm sure. All right. What are your goal setting methods and how do you make sure you're growing each year? I definitely do goal set every year. I have my whiteboard filled with my goals every year as to what I'm trying to accomplish. I break it down into several areas, finances, personal relationships, health and betterment, different job opportunities. I break it down. I goal set. I shoot for very high goals. I always want to challenge myself. So I definitely every year, January 1, I'm really excited because I sit down and I redo my year's goals to make sure that I'm actually growing and achieving mm. things and getting to the next level. What was holding you back from creating your best life? Myself. A lot of times we get into our own heads and we tell if we start something somewhere down the line, we'll find a way to get down on ourselves. We mm. don't always pat ourselves on the back when we do good. It's myself. It's just knowing that I am doing something that everybody needs. It is good. I can do this. Just get out of my own head. Top tech that you're using to make your business run smoothly. Instagram is my new. Let me just go with that. I'm trying to advertise. And Instagram has been really great as far as spreading the world word to help your business grow. Got you. Favorite quote or model that you live by? If you won't do it, somebody else will. Favorite or most impactful book that you've read? Think like an artist. Everybody look it up. It's a great book. Okay. Three jewels you would tell someone looking to create their best life, financial life. Make a plan. Don't be too hard on yourself because things will go wrong. And dream. Shoot for the stars. It's really nothing more than that. Make a plan. Don't get down when things go wrong. Shoot for the stars and you will get there. What's next for you? Oh, I'm really excited. I don't know. I think what's next for me is getting to that upper echelon and really dealing with a lot of individuals as far as I want to get to the athletes and helping athletes kind of save. I think now they don't. They care about it, but not as much as they should. And their advisors don't as much as they should as well. So it's really getting to those who can really change the world and helping them understand that they can 
with the resources that they have. And what's the best way for us to keep in contact with you? Visit my website, rjmartin.com. That would be A-R-E-J-A-Y-M-A-R-T-I-N, rjmartin.com. You can visit everything, check me out, see the services that I provide, send me messages, send me letters, and we can definitely keep in contact that way. Awesome. Instagram is another way as well. RJ Martin, Instagram at RJ Martin, A-R-E-J-A-Y-M-A-R-T-I-N. And so now we reached a point in the interview called the turnaround. So that means that you become the interviewer, I'm the interviewee, and you get to ask me any three questions that you want, and I have to answer. I got you. So growing up, where you grew up in the Bay Area, because I know it was kind of split between a couple of different places, how do you think that has molded you to be the person you are today, help you get to where you are today? What positive impacts has it had? I consider myself to be unbreakable because of my upbringing. You can pretty much throw anything at me. I'm going to be good. Finances wise, Mm -hmm. would you say you're on top of your finances? Out of 100, I would give myself like 90. I'm not as tight as I should be. However, I'm on top of it. But I don't count down to every single dollar, but I'm definitely ballparking. So let's say I don't count down to every dollar, but I count down to every $5 or $10. (laughs) For somebody else who is coming up and trying Mm -hmm. to do what you do or just trying to grow and expand, what would be your one piece of advice for them? Be bold. That's a loaded statement, but I would say if you have an ambition, if you have a dream, go get it. And if you really want it, don't stop. Because if you ain't going to go after it, shut up about it. That's my model. Put up or shut up. Over time, as you run the marathon, because that's what it's going to take, people are going to drop off. One of my favorite Mac Dre songs, it's like, yo, if you with that BS, don't come around me. I do this for real, not for thrills. Uh, Yeah. So, you know, you're going to separate yourself from the pack with longevity and doing and pursuing what you want. So that's what I would say. Great advice. RJ, man, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I do appreciate it. Nah, absolutely. So Create Your Life family, you heard it here first. We got some financial advice, some tangible steps that we can do and some tools so we can go out here and create our best financial life. And so I want to thank you so much for listening. And if this content is delivering value to you, please go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and rate and review us. This helps us build the community and building the community is what we are all about right now so that we can deliver as much value as possible. So until next time, create your life and feed your ambition. This episode was brought to you by PodcastLaundry.com. I love Podcast Laundry. It provides a real solution to free up my time. And time is the only resource that we cannot get back. Podcast Laundry was created with love to help other fellow busy podcasters free up time so that they could do more of what they love, whether that's traveling, time with friends and family, or working on other ventures. If you want to free up your time, then have Podcast Laundry do the dirty work of note-taking, graphic creation, editing, show tagging, and uploading for you. Go to PodcastLaundry.com or call 347-871-8273 to schedule your consultation. And remember to use code CYLS. That's PodcastLaundry.com or call 347-871-8273.